This episode is brought to you by Vitamin CMOS. This amazing supplement contains 92 of the essential minerals your body needs. CMOS promotes the suppression of appetite, boosts the immune system, increases sex drive and libido in women, and boosts testosterone in men. It also rids the body of mucus, reducing inflammation, resulting in healthier lungs and better breathing, and that's just the start. Find out more by heading over to Instagram or Facebook at Vitamin CMOS or send an email to info at Vitamin CMOS. All of the links are in the description below. Jay, thank you so much for speaking to me. I spent about three or four hours watching content of yours last night. Did you? I did, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm really interested to know just where this concept of you being an extreme radical uh, it comes from. Well, it's a convenient concept. I mean, it happens to all types of people that speak out. You know, people that... that um, just don't go along with the, whatever the prevailing narrative is. So, uh, if it can be said that I'm far right, then then that's quite a good way to dismiss everything I've ever said, right? Absolutely. So. It's a standard tactic all around the world, isn't it? Yeah. You know, here in Australia, we tend to look at things like this and say, yeah, that's only in America, but indeed it's all around the world. What do you think's driving this? Oh, gosh, it's so many things, from incompetence and stupidity to good old-fashioned evil um, and money you know money is the money and power are the things that have driven uh, man as in humankind uh, for a really long time so it's it's just no different it's just the latest way to make money if you're working in an environment in a corporation um, maybe you've got pretty you know I, I don't think there's too many large companies that don't have some bad activity somewhere where somebody's not getting paid enough or there's some human rights abuses going on whether it's mining sort of minerals in Africa or whatever it is. Uh, so if you can say that you're really progressive with a pride flag, then you get away with nobody asking you uh, why there's there's um, suicide nets around buildings in China where your stuff's made. Where your iPhones are being made. Yeah, quite. It's amazing. So, I mean, I think you're right. Uh, it's, it's obvious that there's big money driving this. Where do you think it's coming from and why do you think it's being done? Well, again, I think it's power. Uh, I think there's big pharma. Obviously, that's a lot, an awful lot of money. There's some really quite dangerous men in positions of power and obscene amounts of wealth uh, that seem to be driving this too. There was something called the Yoga Carter Principles, which if you haven't heard of them, go and look them up. Um, and that's uh, about sexual orientation and gender identity, where we obliterate the like biological sex. And then you just focus on that. And if you think about the things that have changed in Australia over the last few years and the things that are going on in schools, that's what's happening. It's, it, the most important thing is sexual orientation. You know, we just got to a point where who, nobody cared what you did in bed with somebody else as long as you both consented to it, right? Nobody was really interested. It's it, like when people sort of in, introduce themselves, you, you, nobody cares whether they're gay or straight or bisexual. The same as like the pronouns. Um, it's just, it's preposterous. I'm, you know, I might start putting on my signature, I prefer scrambled to Fridays. 
You know what I mean? Like nobody cares. Just send, just send someone a bloody letter. Not uh, this is how you have to talk about me when I'm not around. It's strange, isn't it? Um, absolutely, certainly here in Australia. I mean, this whole uh, topic caught me completely unaware because I'm just a regular bloke. Yeah. Right? And when I went to school in the, the, the 80s, uh, you just didn't hear about any of this. And yet we were all aware that there was homosexuality. Yeah. There, there were one or two kids who were yeah. obviously not going to go the, the normal yeah. way. Um, but... People um, didn't make a big deal about it. It's it's so strange to me now that this is all going on, and it's um I guess the squeaky oil, a squeaky wheel gets the most oil, right? And that's uh, what it's been, all about. They've been doing this for a long time. We've had conversations in our parliament since the 90s. So they've been there's been a very big, very organised plan. Um, so whilst there's a few people, I think I think some of the people right at the beginning of this must have thought, God, we never knew it was going to go so well. Like how Absolutely. this has worked out so bloody well for them. I, what fascinates me is that we have our governance really driving it upon us now. What do you think's driving that? Oh, the lack of actually being able to do a decent job. I mean, what do we really want from our government? We want our kids educated. We want our children to be able to leave home and buy a house or move somewhere that they can afford and we want jobs and we want decent conditions with those jobs and decent living conditions uh, and we want law and order they don't seem to be able to deliver that so they can just pretend instead that they are really thinking about us by talking about whether or not we're we're gay or trans or whatever when we're little um, so I think it's that I think it's a, a lack of ability in doing the actual job that needs doing. Okay, so look, quick last question. Do you do you think that it's maybe possibly more than that? Do you think it's an agenda to break down the family unit? I, I do, but I don't think it is for most people. There, there may be a few people that have that agenda, and I certainly think that's a, that's a really long game. So uh, the breakdown of the family fathers sort of moving out of the families, and I think often I, I, I do blame the fathers for that. Um, and I know that there's there's other issues surrounding that, and I, I think I'm, I'm willing to listen to them. But you've got the breakdown of the family, um, which that, that was good intentions, right? It was good intentions to allow people to leave bad relationships. But, but what they forgot to do is say, can you just work really hard at those relationships first? And all too easy now, we're walking away. Um, a friend of mine recently left his wife and kids because the cancer had basically said... Uh, it's fine, the kids will get over it. Well, no, they won't ever get over it. Uh, so, yeah, so I think that the family, I think we're severing our bodies from reality. Um, I think the idea that gender is something that's ethereal um, and we are not just our bodies is ridiculous. Uh, I think that concept has to just go now. Um, so, yes, I do think it's a... There is an agenda somewhere, but I think for most people they're just uh, stupid and corrupt. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, look, this today's episode is going to be very powerful. I've got a very interesting guest for you. Uh, this will be possibly just part one of the um, series that we're going to do. And when I say series, maybe we're going to meet up a couple of times, right? Uh, can I ask you all, please... I would love to get your comments. So when you've finished watching this episode or listening to this and you've got something you'd like to say, please make a comment. I'd really, really appreciate it. Please, whatever you do, like the episode and whatever you do, share the episode. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So 
with little more to do, Raylene Stokes, thank you so much for joining me on the 8 News Show. Thank uh, you, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, you're a, a, a clinical psychologist. A clinical counsellor and sexologist. Clinical counsellor and sexolo- sexologist. Wow, fascinating. Uh, look, I first heard of you um, when uh, Posey Parker, Kelly J. Keane, was in Australia uh, on her very controversial tour. Uh, she, to me, is an amazing woman. Um, she's really fighting the good fight as far as I'm concerned. And um, I uh, find it very hard to process the attacks that are made on her. And um, on that day you spoke at her, her, right. her little gathering at Parliament House here in Western Australia. Uh, and um, I, I thought that you um, made some incredible points. You, I th- th- think you're a very powerful speaker. And then you spoke again at one of the Freedom Rallies in again in Perth. That's Western right, Australia, Andrew. Recently. Uh, and that's where we started talking. Um, I know that we were going to um, cover off on transgenderism and things like that, but we've, um, for the audience, we've had a really interesting discussion off camera and there's some very, very pressing points that you feel as though you need to address urgently first. Yes. So for the audience's benefit... We've got a lot to talk about. This is going to be very controversial. Another Rosie Parker situation, Andrew. Posey Parker, yeah. Posey Parker. Um, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all about the conversation and um, the conversations that we really need to be having. Um, So, again, for the audience, please, whatever you do, if you feel the same, please share this, this – Look, for, for me, in the fight that I'm on in this situation, I'm uh, I'm desperately concerned about what, what's going on in this world. I know that you're listening to this podcast because you are as well. So let's um let's get the message out there. Um I'm not a, I'm not afraid of being banned off the internet. Screw them. I'll just come back as an under another name and we'll just keep on doing and it. And same way. here, Andrew. Yes. Same here. So um everyone. Well, please welcome Raylene Stokes. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Yes, you were right. Um, We were about to talk about uh, transitioning of children, which is very important. However, there's nothing more important at the moment than the demise and the absolute erosion of women's rights in this country and around the world, but more so in this ignorant country. And I'd like to start with that. Uh, People do need to be aware one of our finest ladies, Kira Lee Smith, who's the CEO of Binary.org um, and has done amazing work for protection of biological women, is now facing possible charges and jail term. And guess what her crime is, Andrew? Uh, I'm only going to take a wild stab at it. Uh, she um, has the opinion that um, there are only two sexes. That's right. And by voicing that in such a democracy, freedom of speech country, she calls out, like myself and many other people, a man with a penis is a goddamn man. You can't identify as a woman. If you want to, go and get fully transitioned and we might speak again. But Mm. at the moment, bugger off, get out of our spaces. Mm. And where this disgusting government have taken us now is Mm. Kiralee Smith, uh, a single mother, 
I think she's in Melbourne over east anyway, who's been working hard for the protection of uh, women's rights under binary, now faces – so the police knocked on her door some months ago at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. presenting her with documents to appear in court, being charged because she called a transgender woman who certainly looks like a man, a man because he has a penis. Just that phrase has caught her out to be charged and possible jail. Okay. Do you believe it? I, I don't believe it. <laughs> um, I mean, I know that it's true, but the fact that we're having this conversation to me is um, just it's insanity. Yes. Now, can I just get something straight because I'm, I, I don't know if there are other people out there in audience land that are like me. Um, I'm a really simple bloke mm-hmm. and um, a man's a man and a woman's a woman. So when you say, I need to understand this, when you say a transgender man, that's a woman. A woman. It's actually a transgender woman. Yeah. I got that a bit wrong. Oh, okay, I see what Sorry you're saying. about that. Yes. No, but I, other people get that wrong as well. So yes. I just wanted to clarify that because we need to understand very clearly what we're talking about. Now, at the moment, the internet and the news media is kind of basically saturated in all with this discussion. Yeah. Uh, supporting the demise of women, women's rights, promoting men with penises to become women, et cetera, et cetera, mainstream media, very good. Yeah. I I, I think like what we're going to attempt to do today is get um, into the nitty-gritty of it and understanding um, the actual implications of this, Mm -hmm. which is what you're talking about. Yes. This lady has been – she's – I'm assuming, I did look her up, but she's on the internet and she's talking about men um, who are biological men saying that they're women or dressing like a woman and then wanting to be in the toilets with little girls and other women. Yes. And they are, it's, it's well known, it's not a controversial thing to say, but they are actually, they're raping. Predators, well-known predators. And that's what we're fighting. So this actually, our argument, and I'm very tired of having to put this out, uh, however, understandably I do, this is not against all transgender people. It's about a very sick, disgusting, evil, pedophilic group that promote their ideology to get into kids' spaces. Mm -hmm. And as a government, we have to look at what sort of politicians all sides ignore our concerns here, ignore our concerns for women's rights. These are ministers promoting women's interests that won't even talk to us. What does that say? We have a Gestapo government calling and interrupting into women's policies. And uh, I want to know, nobody's telling us why, who's organised this, who's behind it. And, in fact, you're an employee of mine and I want to know what you're doing. Yep. You are literally, these ministers are an employee of this country yep. and we have the right yep. to be told why you feel necessary to lock women up, biological women, for calling out the facts. It's not even academia. It's well, not even rocket science. It's biology. It is. <laughs> it is. And you know what, um, look, I've got to ask you, where do you think this is coming from, number one? Because mm-hmm. we, we're, like I said, we're being saturated with all this discussion 
and uh, all the accusations um, against people like you. Yes. Uh, and and Kira Lee Jones, did you say? Smith, Smith Kira Lee Kira Smith. Smith. I've got Jones Smith. I've up. got another person to talk about to talk about too. as well. Uh, you know, I, I can't understand, first of all, why we're even having this discussion, number one, because, uh, I mean, anyone who's been around for a little while, it's, at some point in your life, you're, most people are going to have an interaction with one of these sort of people. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember very clearly, if I go back around 15 years ago, I was working in a small country town in Western Australia. Right. And there was a truck driver who dressed as a woman. And everyone knew him. Um, and it was really funny. He dressed as a woman. He had uh, makeup and earrings and stuff on and all this and, and wore a wig. Came into the shop that I was working in. Um, and, oh, here you go, mate. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. Um, but... Uh, when he was when he arrived, somebody said to me, "Oh, here comes so and so," and um, don't don't worry about it or whatever. They, I don't think they use those words, but they're like, "Look, he, he just dresses that way. He's actually a full on bloke." And I'm like, "Well, I can see that." But here's the thing: that's how he was comfortable dressing. Yes, and everyone just accepted that. Yes, um, it wasn't some political statement. It wasn't. That man wasn't trying to push that upon anyone else. These people have always existed. That's right. What do you think uh, turned this all around? Was uh, I've got pedophilia my- and billionaires bored? Well, let's go to the top, Andrew, because yeah. it only takes a few bored billionaires, and we've got pictures of them. Uh, supposedly uh, being the crux, you know, pedophiles have also been around from day one. Child rape has also been around from day one. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, we're more intelligent as a human race. One would think that we learned that certain things are not acceptable Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we've gone back a thousand years to take it back without any academia, any experience of how we got to a modern world in the first place with everybody having rights. Mm -hmm. But going back to the truck driver scenario, and that's why I do have to stress this is not against all transgender people because most – and we have a lot of transgender people working with us against this ideology. And so it is a sick – evil, pedophilic ideology, you only have to look at these disgusting feral men, and I'll call them that, Mm. because come in my change room and you'll go out transitioned. It's as simple as that. Uh, But mind you, whilst I'd like to do that, I myself uh, am a member of Good Life Gym. Uh, A few times I've been to Inaloo where a man with a penis has been in the change rooms. Really? And as a woman who's been raped and sexually abused as a child, uh, and regardless of that anyway, it's our given right for dignity, privacy and safety as a biological woman to have that space to ourselves. Absolutely. At the same time, what about lesbians? They're lesbian for a reason. They don't want penises in there. So this government, this corrupt 
pedophile supporting government, and I, I'll call it as Child it is. sex trafficking and government. And anyone that wants to go against me, I'll name and shame some high up ministers and the judicial system yeah. now because yeah. I don't care. I've got a lot of evidence. Yeah. Uh, and uh, name and shaming is the way to go, Andrew, mm. with this because I've had enough. Yeah. Uh, people don't understand what it's like for me and, uh, and biological women. But as a woman to all of a sudden, I mean, this is 2023, not 1823, yeah. where I'm now fighting for my rights as a, just to be a woman. Yeah. And uh, my concern is, and, and going in, you know, I know we're talk, uh, talking about uh, the big boys and how this has come about. You only have to look at mainstream media and you've got to question the CEOs there because why aren't they putting out the truth? They're supporting this ideology and why? It's a very well, sick ideology mm-hmm. that takes over children, ruins children forever and um, takes uh, women's lives. Rape, ignored. We have cases, you know, many cases that we've put out petitions of women being raped in prisons and the government and of well. here in Australia. There's been a petition in Melbourne and, I mean, you can't rely on Dan Andrews. He he lets serial killers out now. Mm, uh, mm. What a thug and a pedophile rapist he is. And I'll call you that, Dan Andrews, uh, because he's also behind locking people up for four to ten years, women, if yes. they go against this barbaric ruling. Yeah. People aren't aware of the legislation. But um, and, and really all we're doing is opening the doors for pedophiles, predators to come in more into women and children's spaces. Yeah. Um, and, you know, an example of that, Andrew, again, which frustrates us to the max, although I wouldn't like to be in Sel Grover's shoes, um, an amazing, incredible woman like Kira Lee Smith, who's head of um, a female creator and owner of a female app called Giggle. This is for biological women. And this is our right to go on there to express our concerns. Of course. We've been raped. And all of a sudden, and here we go, a thug, an evil, sick predator, yep. Roxy Tickle, name says it all, oh my God. comes in, wants to be into our, well, not our, but Sal Grover's app to infiltrate into biological women. Yeah. Sal Grover, it's her business. Here's another thing that the government are doing to women's businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's her business and she's been done for discrimination and she's been fighting in court for the last few years. Her own money, stress and time against this thug, against a crooked, corrupt, pedophile judicial system. And again, I'm very strong with those words. However, I'll debate that with anybody that wants to debate with me. Mm-hmm. I've got documents that I'd love to expose. Uh, at the same time, though, here we have Sel Grover, uh, the latest. She was recently in the High Court uh, the other week. My understanding is, um, from other women uh, telling me, is that Sel Go- Grover has to produce around a million dollars because it's now gone into the federal court. And this thug, Roxy Tickle, a predator, 50000 well, that's discrimination straight away. Absolutely. It, it's also discrimination, Andrew, and that really, you know, sorry to say, pisses me off. How dare this government and the judicial system tell me 
myself, I'm self-employed, who I can have in my practice, how I practice, mm-hmm. which is what we'll get into at a later date yep. with affirming care. And uh, so the government are telling Cell Grover and uh Kiralee Smith and all other biological women's organisations, if you don't have men with penises in there, we'll close you down and you'll probably go to jail. Incredible, that isn't it? That is what's happening in this corrupt, crooked country. Before we move on, do you is is there a um, fundraising campaign? Can people donate to this lady to assist Yes. Um, I don't have those details yet, but I'd love to put it back up because we are looking at, any ways to support Cell Grover because what's happening, Andrew, um, April 2024, this is a, a probably a male federal court judge decides whether biological women have rights. That's where this democracy has gotten to. You know, Albanese, whilst um, I'll just flick over whilst I'm talking about him, yeah. um, you know, what a liar. Anthony Albanese, all for the protection of women. Excuse me, I'll just write this out. Yeah. You know, this is a, an article that states, you know, Australia, this is from Anthony Albanese the other week, the 11th of June, fed up with governments that didn't take women's issues seriously. 11th of June this year. This year. I think it was the Sunday Times. Yeah. What a hypocrite, what a liar. Yeah. Well, he is a liar. Honestly. Uh Anthony Albanese apologised to all biological women and what are you going to do Immediately. to uh, take away our PTSD, our stress and anxiety that you've created, all governments, it's not just Labor, all governments are a part of this taking no responsibility. Yeah. So, uh, and we have. There's been thousands of letters back and forward to all these disgusting ministers who are in charge of our lives, and we have to remember they're an employee of ours, so it's time to take action against them as well. But, you know, imagine Sal Grover in this situation um, and imagine her business would fail anyway because as a biological woman I wouldn't continue if there was a man there with a penis. Yeah, no, that's it. That's, it's, it's it's part of the business model. It's there for women. That's right. And now the government's interge- intervening and telling her that her business model isn't um, socially acceptable. Any any biological women, this is representation that all of us are governed by this government of how to run our business. So what that tells me is they're getting rid of biological women. Well, I think this thing, this entire thing, goes much deeper. I believe that there's something far greater behind this and it's been in the pipeworks and the planning for a very, very long time. Uh, Just like we've learnt with the pandemic, more and more evidence that comes out shows that uh, there has been, um, it was a planned event Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, we've just recently had the um, mainstream media medical conference here in Perth with uh, Dr. Asima Hutra, Ed Dowd and Naomi Wolf. Um, John Shipton, speaking about the evidence that they've come across that proves that, uh, and, I mean, we're not here to talk about that, but I, I think that um, if anyone wants to do a little bit of research, mm-hmm. you, you, it's not too far, uh, it's not too difficult to find the, um, the, the material that uh, Dr. Michael Kaufman was putting out maybe about 10, 15 years ago now. 
Yes. You're aware of this man, aren't you? Uh, for anyone who isn't aware of it, uh, there is um, doc- there are documents that this guy brought to light fr- going back to the 60s and 70s, coming out of universities in U- the US and the U- UK that were um, talking about um, depopulating the human planet through uh, destroying the nuclear family. And um, that they were they were saying that the way that you do that is that um, homosexuality and transgender transgenderism needs to be promoted. And what are we finding? What are we witnessing right now? This is exactly what's happening, and the politicians are leading the charge, just like they did with the scam demic. Mm-hmm. As I've said so many times, we're under attack, and. Uh, it's time, people, to stand up and fight back against this. And I've got to ask you right right off the bat. Yes. Where are the real men? Oh, where, what, I have no idea, on? Andrew. There's a couple of things. When I talk to my male friends, they're disgusted and they would, quite frankly, beat the crap out of the man with a penis if they're in the toilets with their wives or children there. Yep. Uh, the problem is... They're prepared to go to jail, and that's what happens. So there is a bit of a story um, in Tasmania at the beginning of the year. Father watches this man go into the change rooms whilst his, I think, 14-year-old daughter was in there. there. Goes in, grabs the man, uh, don't know to the extent of assault, but gets him out. The father's charged. Yep, of course. So men have no idea either, Andrew, uh, what's going on, but – it is a good question. Where is the integrity of men? Because we need men. This is about your children, your wife, your grandmother, your mothers, your sisters, and don't you care? Well, um, this is crazy stuff. Listen, um, this is like just very, very uh, rudimentary <laughs> science to me, but um, I, I, I just want to sort of uh, put the concept out there to the audience, who I'm sure are all nodding away, but women are the most precious resource humankind has. Mm-hmm. We we don't exist without the womb man. Well, that's now changed thanks to uh, these uh, high-up technology and medical people who are... Um, Chemically castrating... Uh, yes, yeah. but also um, back to you are saying decreasing the population. They're decreasing our population to create surrogate babies. So if you saw, in actual fact, it was on the project not long ago, but this has been going on, as you say, mm. from for decades underneath our noses mm. and they're bit by bit dribbling it out to show us so we're not so shocked at actually what these disgraceful billionaire bored men have done. They were already made fake vaginas, fake wounds, so that we don't need women. Uh, They will find some way to create, um, you know, cells to produce children, or they already are. But on the project, what I saw, um, and many people did, was the incubation of thousands of babies already out there in a fake wound. And the question is, where do they go? Well, Where are parents, and what 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 purpose have they been born for? Well, um, 
you all know you always know that something's going on when a really really significant story is just mentioned in the headlines and then it's kind of skipped over and then you'll the next thing will be about uh, maybe the sports person who's been busted with drugs kind yes. of thing. and that's the big story that it it distracts from the real serious news that's just been presented yeah and they quickly s- switch your mind Away, so all the people that are in the uh, what's the word for it? The, the suspended disbelief um, brain function, mm-hmm. whilst they're they're engaged in the TV, they miss it. They they miss That's it. Right. They, they know they heard something, but they never stop to actually absorb it and consider it. Yes. Uh, and one of those things now, fact fact checkers, go for your life. But <laughs> I'm not I'm not here to get everything 100 percent right. It's the concept that I'm more interested in. This um, news just came out of, I believe, I think it might have even been China. It was only just a couple, about a week ago, two weeks ago. They revealed that um, they'd successfully cloned a human being. Mm. Now, everyone will remember Dolly the sheep from back in the 80s, I That's believe That's right, it was. yes. Uh, one thing that I think people need to start to understand is that these operations – cloning operations have been going on for decades. That's right. Absolutely decades. And there are there's been a lot of success. Apparently, from the news that I've been from independent um, uh, research journalists, there are already cloned human beings walking around in society. It wouldn't surprise me, Andrew. Yeah. So now we're... Um, We've gone from um, all this discussion back going back to, you know, the 2000s where uh, every five minutes we're being told that the planet was overpopulated. It got to it got um, so bad to the point where the World Centre for Population Studies, everyone go check out pop.org, something that I was looking at, gosh, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to go and put out a series of cartoons because – all the news media and all the rich people like uh, people like Dick Smith here in Australia um, talking about how overpopulated the planet was when it was actually completely untrue. And so World Centre of Population Studies had to make all these cartoons to try and express the truth to people. And one of the things that um, I, I clearly remember from those days was that they, they explained that if you take the state of New Mexico in America and you gave every person on the planet one square metre, that every single person on the planet could fit into that state. Right, yes. Okay. So when they start telling you that um, we're overpopulated, you've got to sort of step back and realise that uh, people uh, – it's not like 200 years ago where pe- or 100 years ago where people lived – uh, they were much more spread out. They were living on and off the land, uh, and then people started being brought into the cities. And we saw this, you know, over the last twenty years with what happened in China, and it was very well documented where they were just literally just ripping people off the land and forcing them into these cities. Yes. And they ended up with that ghost city. I can't remember where it was, but this they built this entire city that they they just couldn't get. They couldn't get the people to live there, or they just didn't have enough people to put in. in I it. think they've got about twenty-three ghost, ghost towns. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Probably more now. 
Right, so it gives everyone this fake illusion that we're overpopulated when we actually we aren't. And the other big point of it is, is that if our uh, uh, rate of population declines, and I think it's only something like eight percent, if we end up on an eight percent decline, we're in extremely dangerous territory. Which is why people like Elon Musk have just recently come out and started speaking about this, and other people, because and there's been a documentary made, which you may be aware of. Uh, it's um, being uh, – they're trying to delete it off off the internet right now. And I don't even know if it's made the internet. But anyway, it's been released in, in America, uh, pro t- like violent protests over it. But it actually shows that th- we are rapidly losing our population. Yes. Uh, we've been uh, – look, uh, the problem we have is what data do we believe in to start with? We've had um, – inaccurate data kept for quite a few years, mm. in particular around transitioning, women's rights, etc. but it goes in, in most other spheres. And so really the question is what do we believe? They say that, um, you know, uh, men, uh, the, the race, male race has declined in the last eight years. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. well, if that's the case, why are we sterilising the population? Well, it's again, it's a biological attack. That's right. It's just another form of it. Yeah. But also with that, um, the you know, where are we headed? Who knows? Of course, governments and the billionaires know they're controlling it all. Mm. But at the end of the day, Andrew, if we can't get the simplicity happening of women, biological women's rights, in alignment with men's and transgender people's rights, yeah. uh, we, there's bigger things to that are con- concerning us in the moment as opposed to further down the track. Yeah, yeah. What does this mean for women uh, next year and how dare a, a federal court decide the rights of biological women? Yeah. Where's the consultation with us? In fact, where's yeah. the consultation from this government all parties on our rights and, and talking about uh, grandparents. Oh, we're not allowed to say that anymore. It's it's a, that grandparents are out. And where what? Where's our rights? Who decided all of this? Who's in charge? It's like you know, like the courts um, with Sal Grover. I mean, how can we trust the courts when they protect men with penises against biological women? How on earth can we trust the judicial system? At the same time, Andrew, I just want to, um, if I can get these glasses under this yeah, yeah. speakers or headphones, headphones. Um, I just want to draw to people's attention the Sex Discrimination Act here. So whilst it's done in 2010, it is about being male or female or a person with an intersex variation. This is all, you know, going against uh, itself in the court of law, though. Uh, So here we have Equality Act. This is for Melbourne. For the purposes of the Act, a person's legal sex is their biological sex as recorded on their birth certificate, 5th of May 2022. Yet Dan Andrews in, in Melbourne and in other states are locking people up for discrimination. For saying that. And yet they've broken the law. Clearly the judicial system and the government don't actually know the, the acts because uh, if I read this correctly, we can all start suing the judicial system and the law because 
they're going against what's stated. That's what needs to happen, isn't it? Exactly. I promote it and I keep putting out. Here's another one, legal definition of a woman, Andrew. The sex which conceives and gives birth to young, also a member of such sex. The word woman, obliviated. Well, you can get stuffed. I'm a woman. I'll call myself a woman and every other woman will do the same. Who has denied women's rights here? This is the court, a legal definition, no such word as woman. They said that, they say that in this act. It's the legal definition of a woman, female definition and legal meaning. That's right. Uh, No such thing as uh, biological women. But, that, but it, that actually says that in the document. certainly does. I printed uh, that out. By the way, for anyone who's interested, um, we will put, we'll flash this stuff up on screen. But, um, mm. it, it, again, please let us know in the comments if you'd like to get access to these documents and we can um, make them available to you. And, of course, anyone who um, would like to contact me, we I have a, a, an email address and we'll, we'll actually put Raylene's email address up there as well. But um, you'll always be able to find my email address, um, the 8 News Show podcast, in the description of, of the show below. Um, please check that out. Contact us and we can send you this documentation. Um, I can put you in contact with Raylene. But it's time to um, get nasty, um, and I mean legally and lawfully, it's time to um, push back against this. It's the same as with the pandemic and all the other attacks that are being portrayed, um, perpetrated upon us. Um, we must push back against this yes. and we need to get organised. Time for action, Andrew. Time for action. Because as I'll read out here, diversity, inclusion, gender and sexuality resources, this is John Hopkins University, All our universities are corrupted and have been for a good 20 years. Mm -hmm. This is not anything new. So let me read this. The LGBTQ glossary, lesbian, sexual orientation, a non-man attracted to non-men. Where's the word woman? What the hell? That's what John Hopkins University, by the way, they got in trouble and retracted this, but it's still up there. And when we it's look on at their website, that it, it's yes, when we look at gay oh men, here we go a man who is emotionally, romantically, sexually, blah, blah, referring biologically to a man. Yet, lesbian, there's no such thing as biological woman. We're not, we're referred to a non man. How sick is that? What, what has what gone on here? creep. That's Anthony Albanese. Good on you. Remember, fed up with governments that don't take women's issues seriously. Well, we'll see you. You will see you on some of these programs, Anthony Albanese, because you need to be answerable. I've got another one for you, Andrew, mm. and I will expose this sick bastard. Academic child abuse arrest in WA, Curtin University. One of many that should be happening. Professor Philip Newsholm. Really likes little girls aged between 5 and 12. What does he work with? Uh, Biomedical area. And uh, this is a person, now you probably can't see here, Andrew, if I hold that up, but it is an article I'll send through. It was in the West Australian. This man, under this government, again, well done, Albanese representing women, 
he can go to court as a pedophile, get prepared to go to jail in a man's jail and decide I'm a woman. And he goes to a female prison, gets to rape and have a great life. Well, these poor women, it doesn't matter what they're in for, they don't deserve that. They're getting raped. The government have known there was over, well, tens of thousands of signatures just for a petition in women's prisons in Melbourne last year. All our government, Liberal and Labor, ignored it and said, who cares? Mm. And even where I, if I've got time to go into therapists, which I'm angry about, unethical therapists, turn around and say, so what? This is my industry. They're all, they're all part of it. It's right. It, they're disgusting. And so, but my question that everybody needs to know is what happens to the women who fall pregnant? Where do the babies go? And getting back to sneaky stuff that, you know, with so the So are you being in the jail? Or, that's yeah, right, yeah, in yeah. the jails. Where where are the babies going? What happens there? Because not one government minister will talk to us about it. We're being ignored okay, left, right and centre. us, this is the organisation that you're involved in. Yeah, many women's organisations. Okay. It started off with uh, Rosie Parker. And uh, Posey Parker, Posey Parker. Oh, Kelly J. Kelly J. And um, so from that in Australia, mind you, as I've mentioned before, amazing women like Kiralee Smith, Sal Grover, and, and many more, Kath Deves, they've been working with this for a long, long time. And indefenseofchildren.org, you can find on Facebook, is probably one of the biggest organisations in this country now. We'll put the link in the description Great. below. Yep. All information's there. We're actually trying to get other organisations to affiliate. So the bigger one organisation is the best action we will have when yeah. we, yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't have answers. I'm, I'm really wanting anybody to come forward to support and help us. There's thousands of people and women here. Uh, when we so far haven't had much luck penetrating this evil, sick web. However, we do need everybody's help for Cell Grover, but we need people writing to the federal court, bombarding the federal court about this. We also need individuals uh, like and organisations continuously bombarding the federal and state governments every single minister and, quite frankly, forwarding them on all the disgusting, horrific videos of detransitioners, surgeries of kids, the demise of the children, what they're responsible for. It's time they face their responsibility. 100%. But, of course, they're all hiding. And, you know, in regards to women's rights, uh, Andrew, because uh, I wouldn't mind if we've got time to talk about detransitions that we've come into time. this as well. But, uh, you know, this is just one factor that biological women put up with from pedophile, rapist, government and judicial system. I think I've sent it to you that you can put on site. You have. Uh, you know, a gross man we'll, with a we'll, T-shirt. We'll this up on screen for people. Yeah. I'll read, I'll read it out. Respect my pronouns or I will stab you. Now, women have been going through this violence on social media, in our faces for years, and yet not one thing is done about that. Yes, Sal Grove is threatened with going to jail. Exactly. And uh, Posey Parker. Yeah. Kelly J. We were all affected for protesting. In fact, here's uh, the the police and our lame government, Mark McGowan, at the time. Mm. Good riddance to him. Yeah. But we've got another thug in control. Yeah. Um, And that was... 
We had no protection at that protest, yet the police were supposed to be there for us because we paid for it and organised. Yep. And then the transgender folk, the mentally disturbed oh, that, ones, yeah. and, and I'll put evil, a bit of that footage up from that day. Great, as well. yep. evil, violent. We have never been evil and violent. We've always supported transgender people, other than this sick pedophile ideology. It's the yep. only thing we're against in women's spaces, um, and. We put something like that up and we're gone. We're off social media for, for a year or two. Yeah. Uh, we're, or even uh, Kira Lee Smith charged yeah. for just a couple of words. Yet this is a threat that this sick uh, transgender woman's going to stab me. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, I mean, let's go back to it. So um, I don't know if I've already spoken about the interview I did with Kelly J. Keane. I think we spoke about it at the beginning, which are – Yes. Um, I'm going to um, put at the probably at the beginning of this episode. Um, I can put it up again at the end, but I'll also for anyone who's interested in listening and you want to see the video clips, uh, go to Rumble and where you can watch the entire thing. It's a, you can watch the entire interview today with uh, Raylene, and you will see some of the video clips that I shot that day. We had these mostly young. Disgusting, creepy boys. There were some old, fat, ugly men there with <laughs> dressed in bras and things with their guts hanging out everywhere. It was disgusting. Mm. Um, spewing absolute hatred and vile things and th- making threats. And yet, Posey Parker's um, uh, Let Women Speak event was all done legally and lawfully, and yet the police allowed that moment to be overrun by these feral, feral cretins. Who assaulted people, Andrew, who broke uh, film equipment, thousands of dollars, who actually even assaulted a police officer and nothing in the paper. So if that was reversed, we'd be in jail. Yep, that's right. uh, discrimination against this state. In fact, I I support all of us standing up and choking the court for discrimination because mm-hmm. that was violence against us, no protection. Mm-hmm. As we see every single day, Andrew, women like myself, we are confronted with this and nobody violence against us and nobody's doing anything. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, Yep. My action plan, in fact, everybody, and sorry to say it, men, but you need to feel what we are. It's time women encroached on every man's space in yep. the change rooms, in the toilets, with your children, and get over it. We have to do this just so we can get men's support. To prove it's a point. Out, it's just outrageous. It is. But we need to go into the men's shed, take over, because these feral people have taken over biological women's organisations. Women, and I'm very prepared, you know, I'll get naked in a change room if I have to, to show men what we're we're going through. And if people in the government don't think it's re-raping of women who've been raped, think again because I'm going to sue you for PTSD and everything else you've put upon me. And I support every other person to sue this government and judicial system for really you're raping women. Yep, but what we really need is we need men to um, men and women to come together to fight this evil corruption, mm. uh, this perversion of society, 
and hold our politicians to account. Isn't it interesting that, um, and it's like the real popular thing now for journalists to ask a politician, what is a woman? And they Where did this come from? Really? (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, it's a legitimate question, but they can't answer it. Oh, my gosh, we're in trouble. And what school did they go to? But this is our universities. Our universities are not academic anymore. Remember, you? Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. um, the University of WA got rid of sociology some years ago. I mean, uh, if you call yourself a psychiatrist and you affirm you're a bloody useless person, unprofessional, unethical, and so I'm against the Australian um, Psychology Society, they're as feral as this ideology. In fact, you know, Amazing organisation, supposed to be one of the heads of the world, and yet they've put out fairly recently, Andrew. Which, which organisation is The this? Australian Psychological Society. Oh, yeah. APS. We've got many uh, therapists who don't affirm, like myself, fighting for their rights to keep their licence. How's that? You don't affirm. Just clarify that for everybody. You don't the, affirm. Not uh, affirming means – so affirming is – non-exploratory questioning or approach. Affirming means somebody can come. So this is this is what's going on. Yeah. This is oh, just, just outrageous. I can't keep a straight face, Andrew. Yeah. A, a child or an adolescent comes to me identifying as a giraffe. Yeah. A giraffe. And you're expected to. You're expected <laughs> got to affirm to it. Affirm it. Yeah. Yes, you it's are like, a giraffe. Right. What's your next long time? APS. How do oh I put God. this affirming giraffe in my room? You know, whilst it might be pea-sized, really I've got to believe it's that size. Uh, it's just ridiculous, ludicrous, corrupt, sick. We've lost academia, too many psychiatrists and doctors are in the firing line now. But the problem is this has all changed from this feral group of idiots. Yeah. I have to say it, who are infiltrating every organisation because they feel offended we might ask a question. This is a, a, a towards young people. So I've worked a lot with adolescent sexuality, Andrew, over 20 years. We're going to come back and speak about this in a later episode. That's right. We are. And, um, however, with the affirming stuff, I've got a, a, according to the Australian Psychological Society, affirm no matter what. You're being instructed even, to do this. This is like that's doctors right. who are instructed who, who are instructed by APRA. That's right, exactly to, right. To affirm the the safe and effective experimental drug. Yes, that's, that's right. That's killed, God knows how many people. That the, most of the world now have uh, thrown out affirming therapy, uh, banned it because it's not a care. Uh, model. In fact, there's no substantial evidence backing any of this. But again, these people have infiltrated organisations. They're in with our politicians, or they are politicians. Mm. They are heads of medical. They're heads of universities. They're heads of everything. And they're changing it to suit their own needs and their fetishes for what they want to do for the world underneath them. That's yeah. also part reality we really need to focus on because we need to get rid of them one way or another. And quite frankly, I'm at the end of my tether here, Andrew, where I don't care which way it goes. Get Just get rid of them. They yeah, are not yeah, human yeah. beings. But this is interesting with, you know, this is under the Australian Psychological Society. 
uh, and fairly recent, they're now just realising, because there's a lot of uh, lawsuits coming their way, uh, affirming care we have to look at again. Perhaps basically we've got it wrong and we're noticing now what the rest of the world are talking about. Well, the rest of the world have been talking about this for 20 years. Yeah. And this is an organisation who's there to protect people and th- therapy. What a disgrace. Um, all about, uh, yeah, it's, it just goes on. Where am I? So today's gender clinic patients, just reading a little bit to you, Andrew, often come with pre-existing mental illness autism, family dysfunction or awkwardness about same-sex attraction, raising questions about the true cause of distress and the right treatment. So now they're admitting people, kids come to therapists with all these preconditions, yet we're affirming? Yeah. Give me a break. That's just absolute nonsense. And they call themselves academic? Well, the Australian Psychological Society are nothing but a piece of garbage. They're not academic. They're, they're corrupt as. And, um, but what this does point out, Andrew, is the significance of therapists who affirm, and I'm embarrassed and ashamed to say more therapists affirm these days than doing their ethical professional job. So they're encouraging mental illness <laughs> and they're, um, they're, they're, they're allowing it to continue on. Yes. We're going to end up in a society full of just utter, utter nut jobs every week. But, but at the end of the day, who wins? Which, which I always say, it is a trillion dollar business. We've got technology, yeah. we've got shareholders in big medical. They're they're all experimenting on these people, and we're allowing it to happen for <clears throat> trillions of dollars. These people, young people with mental health, it's medication, medication. Look, I think right now is a great time to play this very, very interesting video for you. Mm -hmm. Just have a watch of this. Uh, My name's Scott Nugent. I'm a lesbian and I'm a trans man. But my most important role is that of a parent to three incredible children. I'm a mother, a woman who has given birth and carried life. I'm here today to put an end to the idea that medically transitioning children is about human rights. It is not. It's about money. Market research predicts that gender-affirming care will generate more than $5 billion a year in less than a decade. The truth is, is that medical transition is experimental, dangerous, and it doesn't cure anything. In fact, your question There's only seven studies that stated that medically transitioning children is beneficial, and every single one of them has either been modified with not enough time or participants or, oops, we were sorry. Yet these are the pamphlets and the studies that are still given to parents currently. And, of course, society doesn't know that because you don't cover it. We now have children's hospitals all over Europe halting and banning all childhood medical transition, calling it the worst medical scandal in modern history. Yet here in the United States, we have bigots everywhere. We have transgender people. We have gays and lesbians trying to talk. And people that are not trans and not gay and lesbian are calling us bigots. 
I underwent close to uh, $1 million worth of surgeries and hormone therapies to change from Kelly to Scott, a trans man. And then I almost died in the process. And I certainly have cut many, many years off of my life. In fact, I probably won't live long enough to meet my grandkids because I still, to this day, get reoccurring infections. Nobody knows why. But again, 95% of all medical transition is experimental, except for top surgery. We have no idea what's going to happen to these kids because it's never been studied. But we are seeing early onset osteoporosis. We are seeing hearts and lungs the size of 12-year-olds. And if you couple that with the only long-term study that followed these transgender people for 30 years in Sweden, Sweden is the leading country for transgender medicine. Two months ago, they halted and stopped all medicalization of children. Do you know why? Well, there's a documentary that you won't find here in the United States, but they're finding something in addition. Girls' spines are not fusing together properly while on puberty blockers. We have 15-year-olds walking like this for the rest of their lives, and they won't live past 30. But you say he's a bigot. You see, I tried to kill off my female self. Because I was sold a lie. I was sold that I was actually a man trapped in a woman's body. That my masculine traits and my strong personality were proof that I was really a man. I was told that all my pain and self-loathing would magically disappear. If only I pumped my body with testosterone, removed my breasts, and altered my genitalia. I was tricked at 42, at a vulnerable place. One day I thought, God, maybe I'm born in the wrong body. I was married to a, a woman who just despised being a lesbian. And one comment of maybe I was born in the wrong body. Next week I was sitting in front of a trans woman therapist who asked me, how long have you been dressing like a man? At 42, that sentence has changed the trajectory of my life. You guys don't seem to understand that I'm not going to meet my grandkids because of this crap. And you call him a bigot. You see, I was perfect just the way I was. If only I was told, and we tell girls, because it's happening to girls way more than boys, is that there is no one way for a woman to be a woman. And there's no one way for a man to be a man. Why don't we start affirming that it's okay to be who they are? You, you, if you if you engage in this, you end up in a position where you're then locked in for life. You're controlled by the government and pharmaceuticals until you die. Clearly, for the audience, clearly the pharmaceutical companies are driving this. We know that there were. Um, these these universities in US and, and the UK wrote about the destruction of the nuclear family back in the 60s and 70s. Now we've got the pharmaceutical companies, once again the evil head of the snake, mm-hmm. coming in to our personal lives and putting um, 
people in a position where they're going to be locked into paying for these medications for the rest of their lives in order to continue their life because they're very, very dangerous drugs, these transition transitioning drugs. Very dangerous. Very dra- dangerous. They've, um, uh, as we saw in that video, it, young girls are the ones that are truly under attack here. I mean, young boys are transitioning as well. And we're not going to get into that subject all right now, but it's no, all part it's of another, the discussion. Yes. Um, they, uh, it, it stops the growth of your heart. You have, you have so many serious complications in your physical well-being that, um, uh, that it, it, it can it can essentially can shorten your life immensely. That's right. It it stunts a body to the age of twelve for young people being transitioned. Oh my um, gosh! And there's so much medical issues in that today. Um, and the pharmaceutical industry recognise it as a fifty billion dollar a year industry within the next ten years. It would be way more than that. It would have to be way, way more, more than that. that. But it it's not just the pharmaceuticals. This is technology, medical technology doing this, the experimenting. Um, oh and our God. governments, I'd like to know what they get in their dirty hands for the dirty handshakes to I know. rape and pillage children and families. How much, how something's much are they going off? Yeah. I mean, look, we don't have the evidence for this, let's be clear, but it's, hey, listen, if it, if it, if it swims like a duck and quacks like a duck, you can be pretty damn sure that it's a duck. <laughs> That's uh, right. Uh, and so if people are sitting there going, yeah, fuck you guys are all making this up, I'm sorry, but anecdotal evidence is real evidence. Uh, you, you, I mean, if there's smoke, there's usually fire, right? Yes. So uh, we need to get, we need to get cracking on this. Uh, yeah. All those people out there who are, uh, damn good at researching and everyone should be, by all means, you need to do your own research. So it doesn't matter if the mainstream media tell you that's a bad thing to do. It's after all, as I saw someone say the other day on, on one of the news outlets, uh, one of the um, more decent news outlets, that used to be called reading, doing your own research. Yes. Now that's a controversial thing. Reading is a controversial thing now. Well, heaven help us if we believe mainstream media. Well, yes, heaven help us. Yes. Um, I haven't watched mainstream media for like 15 years now. Yeah. Well, Why it's it's disappointing that um, these mainstream media, and I'll put it out today too, Andrew, because this is what I think of them, and 6PR, you know, we've tried to get um, people to talk to us in all of these uh, arenas. So, you know, quite frankly, mainstream media and good on you, 6PR, all you men are quite happy with your children being perved or raped by dirty men in toilets because you won't even stand up for your own biological women, your wives, your parents, uh, your sister's rights of biology. You're quite happy for your children to be perved on by these dirty men and not say anything will shame on, on you. you. You're for disgusting. Money. All Disgusting. Exactly right. Exactly. What a corruption. Mainstream media. Shame on you. What a corruption of the soul. Yep. And there's How the more. How do you live with, you, with yourselves? Yep. So they are allowing to normalise pedophilia. Go good on your 6PR. Yeah. 
ABC, well, we know what they're like, and every other radio station, your accessories to rape of children and women. And it's just simply, it's as straightforward as that. Oh, look, Basil Zemplis. Uh, Well, under the spell of Channel 7, isn't he? Did you see the article he wrote in the West Australian a few weeks ago about how um, 10 reasons why Mark McGowan should enjoy his Ugg boot era now, he's in in retirement, (laughs) and all the wonderful things he'd done? It's sickening. It's just Basil Zemplis is a creep. They're all creeps. They're all creeps. If we remember, actually, I don't mind putting this out either, Mm. uh, Roger Cook had a few uh, sexual harassment allegations against him. Mark McGowan didn't investigate all of them, yet they're having a go at Liberals. Labor, you're full of pedophiles and rapists, and uh, I'm going to name and shame you all. Mm. In fact, you know, I want everyone name and shame. Roger Cook, you're a disgrace to women. Mm. You're, you insult them. Goodness knows what else you've done and gotten away with, just like the rest so, of you. When you look at those people, have you noticed how, um, if you if you really examine their face, uh, that you can see they're not like a normal normal person. There's a there's like a there's something behind their eyes. They're, yeah. they're a little... And there's a little pucker in the mouth at times yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike McGowan got... was good at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch Roger Cook. What watch look at them really carefully. You'll you'll see this um you'll see the little black monkey on their shoulder. <laughs> there's something not right about them. Yeah. Well, yeah. in actual fact, they're cunning, sly, conniving, yeah. dirty dogs yeah. because they're laughing at us. They're doing dirty handshakes every day, making money behind yeah, the scenes yeah, 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 to yeah. rape and pillage children and women. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, just um, was one other little area I wanted to venture into, Andrew, which was trans widows. Most people don't yeah. know about trans widows. Um, what is a trans and, widow? And to be honest, I only found out about trans widows Last year, and I'm thinking, okay, then. Well, it's and, the first time I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Again, the demise of women's rights. Trans widows, poor darlings. So they're women who've woken up one day. Some of them, in fact, I'll, I'll relay one case because I've got several clients as okay. trans women, uh, trans, trans uh, widows. A, you've got a trans widow client. I've got several. Uh, I've got of many course. clients in this field now, which is what. I did not specialise in or did not want to go in. I actually started specialising in men's health and sexuality and loved it. And And now I've gone into all these other, of course, with also with child abuse and um, DV, domestic violence work uh, there and with adolescents. And all of a sudden now with this crazy world of, you know, disparity, I've ended up uh, in the trans world as well. Um, However, Trans widows. So here's one case. A lady happily married, 17 years, thought she was happily married, wakes up one day and her husband says, uh, I'm a woman. She freaks out. It, of course you would. You'd be shocked. You wouldn't know what to do. Has a look in his secret wardrobe and he's got more clothes than her, beautiful women's How clothes. How did he get past her in the first place? Well, though? he's been lying and this is the problem. And hiding it. Oh, but, you know, Society says we've got to love these people. Oh, these poor people get stuffed. Most of them abusers, beaten up women, raped the women, and nothing's happened to them because, oh, my God, 
poor trans women. Yet trans widows are being raped, abused. They are being, and I can tell you this because some of them have told me that have come to me are hugely distraught. Therapists have turned around and told trans widows, love the person you're with, how dare you harm them? And it goes on and on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? No, I'm trying to get my head around this. Okay. (laughs) So this is a woman whose husband wakes up one day and goes, oh, darling, I'm actually a woman. And then, but how does the widow part of it come in? Uh, Divorce. So they, trans widows are women who divorce that person. So they so the on, world I'm is full so, of labels, Andrew. I'm sorry. I'm such a simple bloke. <laughs> um, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've got to get this right. A woman, hang on, a widow was someone who had a death, the husband died. Where, where does, how does it? Well, that's get, called a widow. Yes. And so now. Trans widow, come on. Because it's the death of the person they were with. Well, I'm actually assuming this. It's probably a good question. I have no idea how it came about. But um, these are women who thought they were in love with a man and society, and even a lot of them are abandoned by friends who say, poor man, respect, you should provide love and be with that man who is now a woman who in many cases has beaten this woman up. Um, What happens is in a court of law, Women, here we go again. The woman has no rights. Imagine, so this lady married for 17 years, goes to court for divorce, and in the meantime, no one's taking on board her shock, her trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her life has fallen apart when she had 17 years madly in love with this man, a fake lying asshole who knew what he was doing, you know, having sex with other men. Let's, Let's look at this properly. This guy is a woman. Yeah, right. Who's he attracted to? Some of them, it's a big question mark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think, um, look, I have no, I know I understand any of all this. Do you think part of this from, you know, I know it's been, well, it's been driven by the government. Let's just go, Mm. let's just go um, to the, to the sort of immediate issue of this, this, in this situation. Do you think that, from a psychological perspective, that the the person who's actually like been living a lie with this the wife the whole time, who, and they've actually been possibly gay the whole time, but yes. society's norms of um, they've felt like they're they have to be a man and live as a man, right? Meanwhile, during say like the last twenty years, it's been eating at them and eating at them, and then they finally slept with another man, and then. This concept of um, suddenly going, oh, I'm a woman now, is that kind of like psychologically speaking a way of like justifying where you're at and what you've done? Can be. It can, can be. be. Yeah. There yeah. are variations here. Uh, a strong, First of all, I'll point out whilst we're on the topic, uh, plenty of these men are now caught out as pedophiles and or rapists yeah. and nothing's happening. Raylene, yeah, I've got to ask you um, something that I've been, this is something I've been becoming like hyper aware of and now like, you know, I knew this was always going on but I never, um, I've only just recently been becoming 
aware of the true extent of it. P- pedophilia and just basically kid fiddling, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. In your job, um, I'm assuming that you're extremely aware. I keep saying the word aware. Um, th- this is extremely prevalent, isn't it? In our society? It always has been, Andrew. So the last data, again, unreliable from child protection, who also are behind all of this, the raping of children, but that will be another topic when we talk about transgender it's far, children. It's far more common than most people realise. Absolutely. Eh? So statistically, uh, from child protection, uh, give or take, close to 20,000 children in 2021 uh, uh, went through child protection for child rape. We can triple that number. What, just here in WA? No, in Australia. 20,000 children? Uh, Just under 20,000. This is what we, this is reported cases. It doesn't state, though, is this reported cases that go to court? And of course, very few win because a lot of pedophiles and rapists in the judicial system. Well, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so uh, in, in my books, could triple that and even more. Every second, third home, there's a child being raped, and we don't talk about yeah, it. And that, that has never me. changed. So when I was doing um, studies around this area, uh, early 2000s, I think, or or just before that, uh, now to date the numbers never change, hence why you can't believe everything you read. Yeah. Um, it's about one in three girls will be raped, one in five boys thereabouts, that figure's never altered. So what does that tell you? Every second or third home. Wow. There's something going on. And that's why I don't affirm as a therapist because it's protection of, here we go, Australian Psychological Society is a protection of pedophiles again because if we don't affirm, we get to know what children are being raped and abused. Yeah. When you affirm, you don't ask questions. Yeah. So these thugs are protected. What a disgusting um, and, society and so, of Australian psychology. Again, again, if it swims like a duck, cracks That's like right. a duck. That's right. The the people who are um, regulating the industry are quite the clearly. Trans women. They're the regulators, are they now? They'd have to be. Yeah, no one. But, the psychological board had a new panel put on last year, have, and they will not tell any of its members who's on the board. Really? And this is psychology. What, what happened to transparency, Australian psych, psychology organisation or society? You know, one of the things that we've learnt now post-pandemic era is that um, Australia, uh, Canada and, well, really Australia and Canada and New Zealand were really by far, um, were far more um, authoritarian in the way that it was carried out. And the French. And the French, okay, the French. But extremely authoritarian, um, you know, police be- belting the crap out of people and uh, just, just the entire thing was a disgrace. It was, a, it was um, so over the top. Um, do you think that um, the reason why Australian authorities and regulators are so far behind that, you know, the rest of the world, in other words, you know, you've just told us about how, um, 
you know, you're you, you're being instructed to affirm. Um, do you think it's possible? Just throw it as a spitball mm-hmm. in here that uh, th- there where the experimental ground. Um, so this is going to happen right throughout the world, and I mean. Traditionally, I think I actually said this in the Posey Parker interview. You know, we here in Australia often go, "Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 might happen in America, but it wouldn't happen here." Uh, it actually, it's starting to be apparent now to me that actually it's happening here way more than it's happening everywhere else. That's right. So the rest of the world, because this has been going on for decades. Mm. And Australia, New Zealand, we're probably one of the last to get all of this. Or mind you, it's been around here for a good decade or so. It's more in our face, though, the last well, since COVID's gone, and we know what dirty legislation's been snuck, snuck through. Um, but I mean, behind it all, it's all very sinister. I mean, why is this even happening? We've got these are. Governments that should uphold evidence-based research, well, they yeah. have gone against all of it. Yeah. We have the Australian Psychological Society going against all world research. That's, yeah. that's a society we're members of. What hocus pocus. In fact, full of shit, excuse me. Yeah. And we're under that umbrella. Yeah. Who are they? Who's in control? They are not an academic industry anymore it's the it's very sick and evil and it, it's, it's just the globalists the manipulators yeah. the the puppet masters well you know we've got governments though um i might have something here but we've got government our government says that they follow research evidence-based research well none of what this country is doing is based on tell, research tell me though do they ever cite the researchers or the research or is it just words and, Pretty much words. Just words. And some yeah. of it, uh, if you can cite it, find the legitimacy of it. Yeah, find out um, where the funding came from for the research. Yeah. That's the thing that a lot of people need to understand. If you're going to um, believe or quote any actual research paper, the first damn thing you need to do is find out who funded it. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, And, you know, getting back to our detransitioners, Andrew, one of the issues here that, again, women face, well, first of all, it's very hard for uh, trans widows to actually get a lawyer because most lawyers won't represent because of the ramifications of pronouns and what it means in the court for them. Happy to take a transgender woman on, though, over a biological woman, which we're seeing in the whole of this country. Mm. But also, and they're not represented. These women are bashed and abused and nothing's happening whilst everything's been granted for the person doing all the violence and the lies and the cheating. Problem is also, Andrew, that what we need to consider with uh, trans widows, when they're in court, the trans woman goes under a new name, female, and ironically all the assets are kept under his male name. So in the courts what some mm. of these, yes, the smiles, there's it all, the trans widows are now, so here's your crooked corrupt judges as well, judicial system. So they're not honouring asserts of a married couple. They're looking at the new individual because it's easier. 
There's nothing there. And so the trans widows can end up with nothing, even though they need or deserve half the assets, if not more. Most of them are ending up with nothing. They've been, so the, they're the, seeing, the, the freaky um, mental case um, ends up with everything. That's right. Mm. And we do need to talk about it because it's discrimination. Yeah. And when we go back to the act of equality, well, that's not happening for biological women. Yeah. So get over it, pull your finger out, and start creating corrections and supporting human beings, not those that uh, can bring you in a trillion dollars. And um, start governing and taking care of this country or you you might all find that you're unemployable. You are an employee of us and people need to realise this. Well, what people need to realise, Raylene, is that um, the people are the power. Yes. It's not the corporations, it's not the governments and it's not the elites. Yes. But people... Uh, generally speaking, haven't had that moment of enlightenment and haven't realised that. It's, um, you know, I've I've said this so many times on the podcast, in many years gone by, I'd be talking about some of the issues that I was, I was aware of to, with people and they'd go, oh, yes, yes, Andrew, but what can you do? Or mm. there's nothing you can do or there's nothing we can do. I'm upset about that too, but there's nothing we can do. And that I get that all the time. And I just say, I've, I've been saying this for 20-odd years, all you have to do is say no. Yes, yeah. What, okay, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that the proponents of transgenderism and the, you know, trans rights, um, they one of the things they always cite is that, you know, um, they're the largest part of the community that are are suffering from suicide and self-harm and all these things. They're suffering from that from surgery more than anything, Andrew. That's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah. So now um, are you aware of or is there any evidence or statistics starting to come out now of the people of, of, of suicide in that group No, of they'll never keep a correct data because they won't admit they've made a mistake yeah, yeah. and they don't want to show what they've been doing wrong. Yeah, so yeah. this is worldwide. So. Yeah. What we, we do know is um, detransitioners, more of them than transitioners, point that out. Um, more of them, yes. Yeah, detransitioners... Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, well they're, they're suffering way, for, way way more is, I think, where you're going. Yes. Um, I've forgotten. What, what was the question before, Andrew? So, so the um, people who are, um, you know, apparently suiciding because right. because their, their rights are not recognised, all this yep. bullshit, um, how many of those people are now going through the surgeries and then going, whoops, I've made a big mistake, yeah. and, then, and then suicide? So the history of transgender people is if we looked and had correct data, we'd see the suicide rate by far, I believe, outweighs the surgery. Uh, an example of that, my GP actually. So you mean people who have had the surgeries? And these are gone. older people of transgenderism. Yeah. And um, so this is from my GP actually, uh, who sees many. And sadly, two of them last year committed suicide. And two of, trans- two of 
two transgender people committed suicide last year. Uh, locally. From, locally. They, they suicides all the time. We're not talking about that because it depletes the cause and the trillion yeah. dollars behind it. It depletes the political. detransition yeah. is a classed as non Binary in data. Well, they're not non-binary. They're heterosexual or gay, lesbian or bisexual. Get it right. So it's all hocus pocus. They're all lying. Yeah. Uh, they're all it's instigating all, 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 brainwashing all, 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 thoughts yeah. with us. Uh, it is control conversion, and they have us until you jump up and change it. It's it's all part of the political agenda. That's right. Yeah. And so really. Uh, at the end of this, Andrew, uh, a, a strong message is look, some of us have been fighting this for years and we're tired, I'm very tired. Can't You know, it takes the community to make a change. So, men, get off your backsides, find out what's going on and support. We need you. We yeah. need men. We need the trade unions behind this helping us. We need a backbone, and um, I believe we've also got to, which we'll put up, I hope, well, we will put up, Andrew, information to protect Cell Grover, and yeah. and when I get the um, information of uh, GoFundMe and whatever's going on, we really need to help there because that's a defining or deciding factor. Yeah. 2024, a deciding factor of whether biological women are out. We need humanity. We need hum- humanity to save itself. Yes, that's right. Stop. And put a stop to, you know, uh, we're creating baby farms. We have created baby farms, and people need to wake up. Yeah. How many this, are there? There's well, probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of them. This is um um we're we're rapidly falling into um a position of. Global enslavement. That's right. That's right. We're not looking at the the bigger picture, um, the demise of the human versus AI, and you yeah, know there's sick countries, and we're a part of it. But underneath our noses, there are so many sinister things going on. Yeah, yeah. And um, but that will, you know, there's lots to talk about in regards to try uh, trans. Uh, child transitioning and surrogacy and rape and uh, everything sick yeah, that comes okay. under that too, Andrew. Okay, look, I think we'll we'll call it there. Um, yeah. Everyone, thank you for watching or listening to the episode today. I hope that you found that powerful as, as, as I did. Um, if you'd like to get behind the cause and um, start standing up and um, working with other people like Raylene, Check the description of the episode below. Reach out to Raylene and other people who are listed there. Um, please make a comment on this podcast. Jump over to um, my hosting service. You can you can find us on all of the great podcast apps like uh, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, Samsung, etc. Uh, but um, I'd really, really appreciate it if you would install the Podbean app and follow me there. Subscribe to the channel. Please make a comment and whatever you do, like and share. Uh, We need to get the message out. We need to act now. The, uh, the, 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 The survival of humanity is at stake. So thank you very much for that. Um, and 
Raylene, you're going to be joining me again really soon. We'll talk Thank about, you, Andrew. We'll talk it's been about, a pleasure. It, it has for me as well. We'll talk about child transitioning. Yes. In the next Hold episode. on to your seats for that one. That one's um, it's a very hot topic. All of this is a very hot topic. Yes. Um, it's going to be, um, well, I think this one's been fairly controversial already. The next one's going to be uh, out of control. So uh, well, I hope you're going to join in for that. Uh, look for me on Facebook. I'm, look, I'm very slow at all these things. I'm not real good at social media. I've got someone that's going to help me or is helping me now. Um, uh, look out for the 8 News Show um, webpage on Facebook. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. I'm not much of a Facebooker. Um, but check that out. Look out for it. Jump onto it. Follow me. Um, I, I do post under my own name, Andrew Hughes, on Facebook, um, Perth, Western Australia. Um, please like, share, and subscribe. Again, share those those posts that I make. Every episode gets post on, po- uh, posted on Facebook. Uh, I haven't been put into po- Facebook jail yet. I'm a little bit new. I think, I, although I did get a warning, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not much of a Facebooker. I'm trying to catch up really quickly. I never did this to um, promote myself. Uh, the pandemic era is where I came from. That outrages me. It outrages me that I was told that I, I had to take an experimental drug to keep my job. And I know many, many people out there um, feel the same way even when they did take their shots. Uh, and that's what's causing them to, I hate to use the term, but wake up. Um, we need to get together on this. We need to tell our um, servants, the government, Albo, that freaky little commoner. He is such a commoner, isn't he? Um, I think you'll find all Labor seem to be, well, most states. Yeah. Queensland, Victoria, WA. Um, I, I shameful. Just, there's nothing statesmanly about the guy, uh, and yet he's our Prime Minister. I'm embarrassed. I'm just embarrassed by it all. I'm embarrassed by the, the things that they say. <laughs> I'm ba- embarrassed by the fact that um, even our own leadership in this country no longer engage in the, the battle of ideas. It's all about hurt feelings and emotional responses. Um, this is out of control and it's ridiculous. So we need to get together and stand up against this um, legally and lawfully, of course. So, everyone, thank you so much for joining me. Raylene, thank you for being with me thank today. Thank you, Andrew. Look forward to the next time. Really appreciate it. We'll be back, everyone. Thank you, and um, bye for now. Bye.